G'day folks, this is Simo and welcome to episode 52 of the Thong Slappers podcast. <laughs> Fuck, sorry guys, it's just old habits die hard, you know? <laughs> Fucking love it, Simo, welcome aboard, mate. <laughs> thanks, and thanks for having me, actually. Been uh, mate, we've this. been meaning to get you back on for a little while and we were we were sort of having a chat the other day thinking, oh, it's probably good to just go back to our roots and go back through the magazine just by ourselves. And I thought, oh, let's just shoot a message to old mate Simon and see what he's doing. So thanks for jumping in. No worries at all. One thing I don't personally do is go back to my roots. <laughs> Normally that has always ended in trouble. So, yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm happy to do so in this instant. I'll, I'll join you in that. I'm not normally welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, unbelievable. Officially known as Simon Major, Street Machine yes. contributor as well. So, yeah, no, definitely welcome aboard, mate. So happy to have you Thank back. You. Oh, Thank you. Good, oh, good. Can I... Can I just quickly say, I was listening to episode 51 of you guys and I was pissing myself laughing at the marketplace stuff. That was just so hilarious because we all know it's so true. Mm. It just adds such an element to it of just truth that scares me, but it's funny at the same time. So ludicrous when you really consider it. You know, the humour kind of writes itself in that regard, you know. Look. Oh, for sure. AO this week with his buddy wagon listed and one bloke's asked three questions in a row where it says DM for, you know, any inquiries. It's like, you know, people just can't follow the instructions. But And isn't it scary that you have to, in your advertisements for that, you have to, like, start off the advertisement about the bonnet. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so ridiculous. Like, you almost have to make excuses for having a cool car. Oh, uh, mate. That's yeah. what I just don't understand. Mm. I just I just knew because I've, I've just put pictures of it up in, you know, various you know, groups in the past. It's, oh, you pity about the bonnet or, you know, oh, you've ruined a good hood or something like that. It's like, how, how else would you, would you like me to take the blower off? You know, um, it won't fit under the bonnet. So, you know. Anyway, so I just thought I'll cut to the chase and just first line. And um, <laughs> there's been a couple of comments. One bloke said, um, "I uh, something along the lines of, I liked it and then I saw the hole in the bonnet, but now I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Some other bloke mentioned Nots. about the fucking hole in the bonnet matching the mods or something. Yeah, there's another the one. Day. Oh, the hole in the bonnet doesn't bother me, but left-hand drive does. It's like, well, it's not the car for you, mate. It doesn't just, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's, you know, it just should be one of those things where it's a modified car. You're not saying it's not. And people just have to understand that not every car's restored stock the joys isn't it but i i must say um it's only been up a week or so and look to be honest the any uh correspondence has been relatively painless so it, it's it's actually been surprising but anyway it's good yeah well that's a good start anyway for you so hopefully all goes well and you can find a great owner for it hopefully now i'd normally reference yeah. the episode number where we had you last time but back in the day you know we used to do a thing called the neville 88 which all of a sudden scotty had to squeeze his little bit in to make it the neville 89 yeah we've already done it this time <laughs> got a feeling you probably want to answer this question and you're probably more qualified to answer this question than anyone we've mm. had so scotty oh no that sounds like pressure oh, <laughs> scotty you'll fire away with number nine well what did i write down i wrote scotty's ninth question simo spiel that shit all right simon so here we go the your favorite tv or movie car 
vehicle. Uh, it can be a truck or bike or whatever. But Sure. Look, I because I'll stick to a car, if it was a truck, it would be the R-Series out of Convoy. But because it's going to be a car, I'm going to have to say the Dukes of Hazzard General Lee. Yeah. There you go. For that. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Absolutely iconic. It is. Yeah. It's just the whole childhood. I see one of those. I still think I'm like nine years old. So yeah. <laughs> I just think I'm nine years old in general. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's nearly the same pull as the bandit, isn't it? You know, like you just, you know, you know you're never going to own a firebird, but you just see one and go, hang on a minute, this is pretty cool. Mm. That's exactly right. And you've got to cherish those sorts of memories, I think. So, yeah, and that's kind of one of the things, I suppose, that got us all to where we are today. Those Definitely. things that, yeah, inspired you. So, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and definitely the flag on the roof, you know. That's a good thing. Oh, careful. Mm. <laughs> you might get cancelled. Well, they wrecked yeah, the classic roof. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't mind. Was it, I think, I can't remember who it was. It was the West Coast Customs did one. Was it for Shaq? Yeah. They did one and they put the Jamaican flag on the roof. <laughs> yeah. It was actually, it was actually done cool. pretty good. But, yeah, that's uh, a cool thing. Anyway. It's just people trying to rewrite history and it's a bit oh, difficult that's right. to do, really. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Anyway, um, should we go to general, any general business to discuss? You've probably got lots of car updates. Yeah, I've got a bit of an Asher update, I suppose, after getting it going with the new cam, the new lifters, and dropped it in for a valve spring upgrade. Um, Southwest Diesel, shout out Alan and Nathan there, good boys, but pulled a rocker cover and found out that two of the push rods weren't within an inch of the bloody rockers they were meant to be operating. They dropped straight into the guts of the lifters. Mm. So rams off. Those lifters had just shot the cups out, and I can't work out why. Basically, found one of the cups sitting up in the valley, which fortunately didn't find its way down into the cam. The motor was making no noise. Mm. We've had a really good look over it and went and bought some new lifters, re-kitted these old ones so they go back into where they came out of. And uh, Dave's supposed to be turned up tomorrow to give me a hand, uh, tomorrow being, you know, uh, Sunday the 6th. Yeah, and... Uh, Hopefully, tomorrow being Friday, we're heading to Orange. So, yep. Tom Bilston, Brody Borg, and myself. Oh, look, Ed, you got a whole tribe. Yeah, series of P plates and L plates. Uh, mate, oh, that'll split up the driving at least. No, oh, mate, I'll be sitting in the back seat when Brody's at the wheel. I reckon we'll go via a bottle shop even. <laughs> that, shit, <laughs> that shit just don't happen. So, that kind of leads me into, but that's the great uh, Greg Butler gathering in Orange. Um, so I think there's there's details on custom cars, Oz, if people want to join that group, by all means. But answer the fucking questions because you're just <laughs> as likely to be declined for not ticking that box, you know. No one breaches the rules anyway. The rules are there because they just to make sure we're all people, not fucking robots. Um, so going to start off gathering at the shipping container, drag out a heap of stuff for people to have a look. Do a bit of a cruise through the afternoon and a meet up at the pub that evening. So Adrian Butler's the go-to for all the details and should be a good thing. So in a world that thinks if you've got a 48 Ford Deluxe, your Premier's going to give you five grand for it, well, mm. we're going to throw L's and P-plates on this bloody Nash. I'm going to look like a monster heading up the highway, mm. badly influencing <laughs> these young drivers. So that's... Um, Sounds like a good weekend. Yeah, so all going well. Otherwise, yeah, mate, Matty Gherkin, a.k.a. Pickle, lent me the Nasher Nemesis if I wanted to take oh, the, it to Orange. The blue one. The blue one with the small block and the manual and the 40 yeah. Plymouth, um, which would be cool. And he said, you know, you've seen me drive that car. That car never has issues. I said, mate, if it was going to have issues, 
that's when it'll happen. <laughs> so in the spirit of Greg Butler, I've just kept pushing and pushing and pushing where occasionally I'd just leave the car and try not to look at it and just mope around wondering how I was going to get someone to help me solve my crisis. I'm just chipping away, getting it done. Yeah, well, got, fingers crossed it all. It's all got goes. a new water pump, you know, I even did that last night. So I'm just, you know, Simo will be happy. He runs that Legends in our lunchtimes group mm. and it's all about those little 30-minute slogs you can put in, so... Of just you know using that as a bit of inspiration as well as uh, what would Greg Butler do, and yeah, I've sort of probably been achieving more than I would have expected. Oh, so that's good. Good news. Good news. Good news on that. Uh, I don't really have any car updates. The Chevs for sale. It's officially advertised. So yeah, got yeah. a couple of. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it'll last the week. The way uh, with, I mean, yeah, the, these people could just be Homer Simpson into a bush. But, oh, a lot um, of people are loving it. They're tagging <laughs> each other. Um, is this still available? Is this still I available? I actually haven't got Is this still available? I've only got one. Is this still available? <laughs> um, and I've just left to go. But look, to to be fair, the um, inquiries I've had have been good. I've you know, had a couple of phone exchanges with, with three, well, three phone exchanges with three very keen uh, people. But they're like, there's either, there's, uh, there's a fella in Sydney. Um, there's a fella, two people in Melbourne that are really keen, but one's flying out to Brisbane today, so he can't get down. And the other one drives trucks, so he can't get down the next week. And I said, look, whatever will be, yep. will be. None of them's left a deposit, so yep. it's still officially for sale. But anyway, we'll see what happens. Never yeah. late, never late classifieds. Shoot us a message if you want that 57 wagon. Yeah. So... I, want, I want someone to hit you with a special deal that you can't refuse, you know. That'd be cool. Yeah, well, yeah, last night, um, the bloke from Sydney was a little bit off and I told him where I need to be. So yep. he said he couldn't get there. And then all of a sudden he's telling me, oh, what day would suit if I flew down from Sydney? So it's like, well, That's I didn't, I didn't have the heart to say, don't waste your money on a plane ticket. If you're going to come and offer me less than yeah, what I just yeah. told you, you know, but anyway, yeah. I haven't heard back to him. So we'll see what happens. Simo, you've got plenty to update on uh, car updates. The anyone who listens and anyone who's in the legends of our lunchtime group will know. This is going to run for a while, I reckon. Can I just sneak one more thing into general oh, business? Yeah. Just because um, I told our, our darling Tracy Fisher, aka mm. Evil Lynn or Evelyn, um, Chrome in the gold fields. So she's put together that event mm. for Lee Brasher. And bring one, bring all from Friday the twentieth to the twenty second of October. Uh, so that'll be a good thing. That should be a really good. Be a good gathering. thing for Creswick, really. Yeah, well, they've organised a few things around the town and stuff too, and she's been touching base with local councils and footy clubs and things like that. So it'll be really good to see. And again, you know, sort of Lee's, you know, eyesight's a little bit in decline, so. You know, heart's in the right spot. I'd love to see as many people make it as they can. But people are wanting to know where it is. But I'd really, I'm going to request people try and send an email to the link that's in mm. all the, uh, mm. in the event. Just be, so they can control numbers. Mm. I mean, there's a, there's a, you know, there's a bit of space around at that bed and breakfast. There's a paddock for camping and stuff. But don't want people just sort of turning up randomly. There'd be also, there's pl I mean, Creswick's 10 minutes from Ballarat. There's plenty of accommodation in Ballarat. Oh, absolutely. And the RACV club and stuff. Yeah, they're going to run out of space. Yeah, no, there's plenty of room out there to find somewhere to be. Mm. So no, that'll be cool as now. Bring us back in, mate. Uh, Simo, this Valiant, it's, um, I see some <laughs> unreal. Unreal footage and snaps of that thing smoking them up at the drags last week, mate. Congratulations on getting that thing together for a start. It looks fantastic. I love it. Thanks very much. And 
thank fuck it's back on the road again, to be brutally honest. If, if Mate, a special road... mention to that uh, that decal you made up of uh, of the daughter's handiwork on the on the on the roof. I think that's just that's the icing on the cake, I reckon. It's bloody brilliant. Oh ding 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 ding. More synchronicity in our episode. Didn't know that photo was gonna be in this magazine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, thanks, AO. It's it's great to actually have it on the road and the the irony of that like mo- like most fathers like i'm you know a cold-hearted bastard most of the time but my daughter just thaws me out every single time <laughs> and i was doing all the sticker work on the sides and she was into color and into stickers and she just always has to be part of it which is fantastic and while i was doing the sticker work she was there with a the chalk writing all over the vinyl roof mm. so uh, I just photographed it and converted it into a sticker file and then, yeah, put it on. So it kind of looks like chalk. Yeah, so no, it, it looks fantastic. keeping it long, it term, long term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely my favourite stickers on the whole car. Yeah, yeah no, no doubt. Love it. Um, a yeah. few I did notice a few people commented that it was spinning both wheels at the at the track, not not just not just the one. <laughs> Look, the Captain Peg leg thing, yeah. Some cars really need the two wheeler thing happening. So I must yeah, say, it's... Jesus Christ, did you, you got a lot of smoke. Lots of smoke. Oh. You're running old school US tires or something. I believe the US tires are, are, are made to Smoke more. Our local legend rock star, mate, he'd be bloody blown away. Rocky, mm. he'd be loving to see yeah. that. He's still pushing me for a skid, and I'm scared of him, scared of valve springs. <laughs> no, it's good, good to see, mate. So you, it, you've, you've pretty much, you've, you've done all that. That's all done. Anything else to tick off on that little build? Or look, really, the only thing left to do is wrap the wiring properly in the yep. engine bay, the wiring loom. I was just leaving it basically uncovered until the car was on the road and sorted. So hopefully in the next three years, I'll actually make the effort to wrap the wiring up. But I've just got to fit a pair of alloy tapper covers as well. I've got some offy, uh, Offenhauser tapper covers here to fit to it, which I've detailed up. So yeah, just a couple of very minor painful. things to do. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's great. So that's it's, great. It's just nice to drive it again. And look, it's not a massive powerhouse. Like it uh, made 280 at the wheels. So it's nothing to destroy the world with. But the thing it's is I can neat. drive it into state. I can sit in traffic all day. It's really good. And it ran a 13.60 at the drag. So that's more than enough for what I want. Yeah. 13.6? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At 101. So I'm happy with that. That's all I need. I'm, I'm, you know, very easily pleased. You won't see me doing any 10-second passes. Well, it's faster than a phase yeah. three, mate. So. <laughs> That'd be That'd my be end me. game. I've been saying all the way, if I could run some kind of 13 in this Nash, I'd be back, you know, from the 50 Buick days. So... Yeah, <laughs> definitely. That's what I yeah. want to see on a time slip at some point. Otherwise, why do I fucking bother? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, if that's all the general business and car updates, we probably should get into. Um... Oh, actually, I want to do a bit of a. Re- yeah, well, can we drag into Dad's truck as well? I've been playing on Dad's oh, truck yeah. pretty oh, yeah, heavy yeah, as well. Yeah, Dodge. So. yeah Dodge. Sure. What, Dodge. What models that, mate? I'm not really as bloody tuned in as me, uh, Simon Clarks and such. It's a 72 Dodge D5N 200. It start, so it's very similar to the International of that era. They use the same cabs, I think. Uh, but it's it's a bit of a bitzer in that it's got a 300 dual axle diff in the back and a uh, International front axle. So it's a bit of a mix of a, a few things, but we're currently building a 318 for it to replace. It's got a Perkins diesel in it, so we're going to put it. So it, it came from the factories of 318. Not that yep. we're purists, as you know, but 
Uh, <laughs> it's more the thing where, yeah, it just it's going to go back to being a V8 and everything else here is through 18, so it just works out perfectly. Yep. No, very cool. I did actually see your ad for the uh, the motor on one of the pages the other day. So, oh, and I don't have a marketplace story to tell you guys. Wow! Oh, yeah. <laughs> how about we bring? How about we share it now before we get into the mag? Why not use it as a segue? Let's go, mate. <laughs> okay, so yes, I've got the Perkins diesel for sale. I've made. I've said quite clearly in the ad that it runs well. It's got good oil pressure, and you're more than welcome to hear it running. You're more than welcome to even take the truck for a drive. Like it's trying to make it as accessible to someone as possible. The only thing I do ask, if you do want to buy it, that I get half of the purchase price up front as a deposit before I pull it out and take the engine out as well. And then I need the uh, obviously the balance to clear on pickup. So anyway, the guy's messaged me with a few questions, and it was all fine. Like he's asking fairly genuine questions, like you know. Uh, how does it run? I'm like, mate, it runs really well. Told him what the oil pressure is like, cold and hot and the rest of it. And he says, why are you taking it out? And I said, because I'm actually putting a 318 back into it. It came with the original 318. So I'm, I'm just rebuilding that currently to refit to the truck. And then he wanted to go on and ask me why I would take a diesel out to the 318. <laughs> so I spent the whole time... And in the end of it, I said, mate, are you trying to talk me out of selling it to you or something? I said, I, I feel like I don't really need to justify my life decisions with you. <laughs> oh, I go, why would you pull the diesel out and put a gas guzzler in it? Like, that's kind of what I want. But I'm a just, purist. Oh, this is ridiculous. So I'm like, mate, do you want to buy it or not? So, of course, of course, as you said, like the Homer Simpson, he did that. So, anyway, but, you know, I've got another guy who I've been sort of dealing with at the moment, at least on the phone. He's very old school. He actually rang me like a mm. normal person. So we've had a couple of conversations and he's hoping to get around and, and take it for a drive and he's looking to fit into an Echo. So, uh, yeah, we'll see here we go. Uh, well, all the best with that. Thank you very much. Can we just do a little recap on, I'm uh, just curious about the uh, Thong Slappers podcast. I mean, I was going to recommend it when we talk reviews and podcasts and stuff and music, but sure. um, you still get a fair few hits, mate. Is it still picking up a few view, a few yeah. listens that you wouldn't have anticipated? or Pretty much, actually. Uh, I still get a few messages and emails from people saying, oh, you know, just found the podcast now, hadn't realized it had finished because it's been finished for a few years now, I suppose. Uh, and that's that's always good and yeah so that's it still gets a few hits it kind of feels a little bit like um oh, what's that show on that's always on channel two like faulty towers right <laughs> where they only made like 10 episodes but it keeps, keeps going, going around on. in circles it feels a little bit like that so yeah the downloads are still fairly strong i mean we're sort of talking 10 to 15 i think last year we got about fifteen thousand downloads for yeah, the year. no that's excellent well considering we don't put anything new out mm. You know, more than happy with that. So, yeah. It took the, us two years overall... to get to 20,000. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's it. It's, it's just one of those things. Once you get that happening, once people find it, and it'd be the same with, with you guys. Once they then start looking at the back catalogue, that's where things kind of really lift along. So, yeah, I really look yeah, at myself too when it's a podcast I've been listening to and I haven't been back to it for a while. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, you know, we're a bit like that sometimes where numbers just sort of float around, you know, up and down. But, yeah, it's yeah. Sort of... That yeah, it's good stuff. So you know, the thong, thong slappers go and look for them online. Good shit. Thank you very much. No, no secret episodes forthcoming, mate. That we uh, definitely get not privy privy inside information. No, it's definitely run its course now, and so 
No. And I'm not just saying that. I'm actually being serious. <laughs> zero new episodes at all of no. any description. Even regardless of the intro of this one, you know, people might think <laughs> it went in the pipeline. <laughs> no, excellent. Just warming up the vocal cords, you know. I didn't have any bacon, so <laughs> warming up the vocal cords. No, I love that. I left half a rasher on my plate today too when I was doing my homework. Jeez, you would have been welcome to it. Jesus, you're going to be a vegetarian before we know it if you keep that up. <laughs> That's it. Uh, all good. Okay. So what do you think, Adrian? We're going to yeah, run let's in. crack in. August, August 23, uh, Street Machine Magazine. The magazine to which you've already admitted a little bit of excitement, mate, on this one. Excitement? <laughs> well, you said you were a bit excited by the magazine, or was it just the prospect of running through it with Simon? You said to me on the phone the other day. Oh, bit... no, I've, it's probably the opposite. I, to be honest, I, and it's, I don't know, it's probably just just that we've had such a good run of unreal content. I, I just, there's nothing really in there that sort of really jumped at me this mm. month. So, um, like, not, not that it's bad. It's just there was just nothing I could really say, oh, fuck, you know, that, that's uh you know that's that's awesome you know i, I had i just i just struggled a bit to pick a an, an actual favorite vehicle but anyway yeah well do you want to we still got the good content but anyway we'll give let our guests go first another good we? another good looking cover too the covers have been good yeah, yeah the you covers know. are good love a bit of a fireball in a photo mm. um so yeah <laughs> simo Right. And what's your top car, or did you go with three like I have? <laughs> well, I went with two, to be brutally honest You're with you. You're allowed to. <laughs> Thank God for that, because I was finding it hard, uh, finding it hard <laughs> to split hairs with these two. But I went for page 54 Premier League, the yep. HQ Premier of Patrick Langdon. Oh, yep. Shout out Dale Clay, too, because uh, I did put a thing on our Instagram. If anyone wanted a special mention, they could put a comment. And uh, Dale did mention that Pat's HQ is killer, and I might have to read it. Actually, you take us through what you love about this car, and I'll look that up. <laughs> I Look, it's got a 632Q big block shed with a tunnel ram, which straight away seals the deal. Just Even to say big block tunnel ram, it could be 396, I'd still be sold. Mm. And Plus two, you know, I'm a bit of a sook for backstories and he's owned the car for like nearly 40 years and it's stayed with him the whole time and it's had a few different builds. It actually reminds me a lot of Ron Barclay's Premier he built the in the 80s. One he did, which yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, the, the auto drags and, of course, being a sucker for auto drags as well as a big box Chevy and an HQ, it's just you can't really go wrong as far as I'm concerned. Mm. I do like the fact he chucked a bonnet scoop on it, which really does nothing. Um, yeah. It kind of like it kind of looks like putting an A cup bikini on a chick who's got double D. Probably needs a trophy oh, for participation, but yeah. you know, for having a go. But it's uh, just a really cool car. Yeah, I really dig it. Yeah, well, Dale says um, Pat's HQ is a beast and a top bloke. So you know, in a world where we don't want to celebrate too many assholes, um, we've got a bit of a reference for the bloke. But have we seen that on the HQ cruise, AO? I'm not sure. It's not familiar to me. Um, not, apart from, I reckon I've seen it on the interwebs, but I don't think I've seen it actually in person. But yeah, um, but yeah, it's definitely definitely a cool car. It was, it was that was probably um, it was on the it was on the cusp of of being in my selections. Yeah. I think it's just the brown. I, I'm not a brown person, but you know, not to take anything away from it, it's just my personal thing but yeah 
fantastic build. And um, as you say, Simo, a, a big block with Tunnel Ram. How can you go wrong, really? Mm, I think, too, I wouldn't normally choose brown as a car colour for myself. I do love vinyl roof, though, pretty much than anything. But I think with this brown with a vinyl roof, it makes it different enough to give it individ- individuality amongst what is probably a sea of HQ sedans. Mm, yeah. It's certainly sitting right, isn't it? Oh, definitely. That side yeah. profile of it, um, yeah. No, it's done very well. It even, looks, well. even looks short in the ass for HQ. Like, I mean, it's HQ. You know, it might be the angle I'm sitting on here, but it just looks stumpy. You know? I didn't read the story. Have they extended mm. the? They haven't extended the rear uh, wheel arches or anything like that. Have they? Might have opened the <laughs> arches a touch, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah. But yeah. No. Yeah, well, I read well, the story, but I forgot it. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's all good, mate. You're allowed to. You got a second car. What was your other car? Oh, look, it was page 76, the Ferocious Feline, the yellow VL drift car with the VK front. uh, That was actually my pick. I've special mentioned this car. I love it. Couldn't get away with leaving it out. VL with a VK front, different thing. Yeah, I've just got a couple little things. I'll leave you to do the glory stroke on this one, AO. But for me, just quickly, I just love the fact that it's just built to how they want it. How often have you seen a VL fitted with a VK front? Probably never. I don't yeah. think I, I love can the, remember. Yeah. No. The flares, the body kit. Bonus points that it was a Calais. <laughs> yeah. And a manual turbo. A one manual as well turbo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I just love the fact it's got a Chrysler V8 in it. Like it's just yeah, one of those cars motor. where these people have just said, we're just going to build the car exactly how we want it. And it doesn't get more different than a big banger-looking VK with a screaming NASCAR Dodge V8 power plant. So, yeah, yeah super has the, has the plates. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's funny. It's, isn't it sad? We've run through all that while I'm sitting here looking at the number of plates going. Isn't it Good sad? On you. Good I'm on thinking, you. <laughs> I was reading the story and I thought, fuck, if you took that to a show, how many sooks are going to sook about that being on H plates? Yeah. Uh, it's it's sad that that actually comes into my head, but yeah, I'm I'm with you, Simo. I I love that thing. I'm a sucker for those big banger VKs, and you don't really see them very often with the with the flare kit. And if you do, that as you say, the tire to flare ratio is all wrong. But I reckon this thing's perfect. I would love to hear it. I'd love to be. Oh, I'd yeah. love to hear it screaming. Big time. Reading the story, it sounds like she wants to do drag drag challenge and even take it over the over the states and do drag um week with it so it's uh it's bloody fantastic i just i just think it looks great well those group c kits like we had some early commodores getting around ballarat i think there were two or three at one stage back and just running those group c mm. flares and stuff there it's a great look yeah it's fantastic but you've as you say Simon, you've got to get the tires filling those guards Oh, it's unacceptable if they're not at least on the rear <laughs> yeah. running level with the edge of the flares. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm with you. I reckon, reckon this build's great. Um, Catherine, is it Hewitson? I think it is. Yep. Yes. Drift yep. Cat. Drift Cat. Yeah, that's it. Well done. So well you, only, you only went with the one, mate? Uh, no, on my second one was page 100, um, the yellow Mustang of Janet Hugh. Uh, did think. see that. Mm. I think it's he's saying a name. The Time Machine article. Um, I'm, I, I said it before, I'm a bit of a sucker for an old Stang. And um, especially when they've got center lines on them, you really don't see them with center lines all that often. Polished up too. And usually I'm not a fan of the polished 
center lines, but it looks good on that car. But I just, I just like, again, <clears throat> they've had this thing for about 40 years and, um, it's just a, just a cool car. I, I, um, I really like it. And I'm not usually, I probably usually prefer the, the coupes than the fastbacks, but that's, um, that, that top shot there with the, uh, the tunnel rams in it when it was back in 86. Yeah. Like that just looks fantastic. I'd have that now. Yeah, I love just a, as it is. I love a '68 fastback. I'm a bit mad on them, but um, yeah, no, that was Definitely. my second pick. Yeah, no, it's a cool car. Well, I'm still, I've still got two that we haven't picked, but well, that's good. That's yeah. that's a rarity. Going to the VH Val Regal. On page I figured 34. someone picked that. I thought Simo might have uh, shown his Mopar hand on this one, but um, <laughs> with 543 cube in the big sedan, that's a cool car. That motor is incredible. Just it just looks tough as yeah. Even the interior shot just nearly reminded me of the old VK that I used to have back in the day. The old VK Chrysler. I got a bit nostalgic, but no, it's a cool thing. I do like the black blower as as opposed to you know your polished or your your billet look blower. I reckon that looks good. And then the red trim to contrast the silver. It's a cool thing. The five forty buddy wrap around the boot and the artwork. Page thirty-seven. You know, it's funny with Valiance. You can completely strip the interior out and retrim it with something completely new, and it still smells the same. They just ah, something about them. Yeah. I I don't mind this comment. Um, with all respect to the Turbo Boys, if they were that good, the top feelers would all be turbo cars, but they're not. They're blown Hemis, and it's probably a fair point. That's cool stuff. You don't you don't see a turbo top fuel car um yeah no which is there's obviously reasons for it so we might have to dig into that one do a bit of research around the reasoning yeah you're probably asking the wrong unmechanical minded person i don't even know how they work (laughs) 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 they just look cool (laughs) it sounds a lot easier than researching small diesel passenger cars on behalf of uh simo's offsider (laughs) (laughs) that's what Red suggested I do go and do a bit of a review on small buddy passenger diesels from the 80s to today (laughs) (laughs) Um, so no it was a fan of that and page 82 I can't let that one go either which is the XT um, of Benny Gat yeah so that was also in consideration because I do like an XT GT I I think um, they're one of my favourites I just love that grill setup. well the young me Pretty much fell for a magazine cover which had an XTGT. Now, I th- I'm not sure if it's a street and strip or a street and custom, but the young lady standing there in her white bodysuit with her buddy, lovely, lovely boobs, and just, you know, I was a teenage me. Mm. Wasn't really a fan of an XTGT, but I struggled to put that cover down. <laughs> <You like> <laughs> <that> <laughs> <laughs> look at look at Benny in the photo up the top there, like just you know living his best life. Mm. It's too good. So yeah, no, they they're they're a good good car. Simon, you might remember one of my favourite cars back in the day was the XT GT, and it had the um, what do they call those tapered air filters? Was it on a tunnel rim or a blower? Velocity stacks. Velocity yes. stacks. And but it, I think it was gold at some stage, and it come back as yep. red. Yeah, it was actually yeah Mark Delacqua was the fellow. He went on to yes, he went on to build those V eight escort like RS two thousand looking escorts with yeah. tunnel round Clevos. But the gold one and actually the red one, they were two separate cars. So I yeah. think from bad memory, the red one had flared guards and the gold didn't. But same engine, yeah, uh, and that 
loved it. Yeah, the gold version ended up on Home and Away. Oh, that really? Was, um, <laughs> yeah. They had these two um, dipshits called Lance and Martin on Early Home and Away, and Lance won, like, the lotto and bought this blown XTGT, the gold one, and it featured on there. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Isn't that a story we'd all get our heads around? Yeah, you know? right there you go. Uh, no, that's good. That's that's good. Um, nothing else for you, mate. No, that was that was me, mate. That best, covered me on three. Best of the builds, Simo. Yes, best of the builds, mate. Best of the build. Okay, actually, I really struggled with this one. Um, uh, let's see. I ended up going with. Okay, okay, right. I'm just going to say from the outset here, it's super impressive about how many young people are building cars mm. in this section. It seems to be a bit and of an uptake lately, eh? Absolutely. It does. Like if teenagers building old school cars, like the red HD wagon, across yep. the page there's the uh, WB Ute and also the BB Commodore. And sorry to be annoying, Scotty, but yeah, back mate, that page, the, the T-Bird down the bottom uh, that the um, apprentice electrician, that she, uh, auto electrician that she's building. Yeah, and, Danielle. Um, yes, I actually went and chose that car. Don't it came down to me. I kind of chose the car that I personally would like the most. Mm. And, um, yeah, I went with that. I just thought the thing, she's obviously got big plans for it. She knows exactly what she wants to do with it. Yep. And having that vision for someone of her age, super impressive. And what yep. a car. It's, it's going to look very cool when it's done. So. Yep. Yeah, it was very difficult to choose because I'm just impressed across the board by people building cars. And even then, there's people who are, of course, way smarter than I would ever be. Um, I can't actually read my own writing, but the bloke with that across the page, Scotty, he's got that sports thing he's building down the bottom. Oh, the, the Ultima. Ultima, yeah. Well, I, I picked Ultima that one as well. And just having a... Like just custom CNC machining his own transfer case so he can run the Barra <laughs> engine back to front. Yeah. I just, you know, That's amazing. I struggle working out how to open the there's door on that thing, let alone build it. Very smart people in the world, mate. And um, it, it, yeah, I'm with you. It, you, you see what some people do, and it just it blows my mind sometimes. I think. But. Yeah, well, I went with I went with the um, the VB Commodore. I went to Rico Bianchi, but I just wanted to read the intro to his little write up, but. I'm 16 years old, and in my first year of panel beating apprenticeship, I became interested in cars from a young age, as my whole family are car fanatics. Got my first job at 14, saved up my money, and in just under 12 months, I purchased my first car, this 79 VB Commodore. And like, in the midst of tubbing it himself, and you know, and I suppose 14-year-old me bought his 57 Chev, so there's a bit of a connection there. But also, um, yeah, with the Luke Gerties, um, the HT wagon, also sort of really enjoyed the fact that, you know, him and his dad had been building that one together, but definitely couldn't leave there without putting Danielle Wood in there for a Thunderbird as well. But it just, I don't know, it just keeps reminding me, you know, if kids are building cars, they're not, you know, these kids aren't dreaming EVs. No, that's right. You know, so. No, thank oh, God mate, for that. The way the fucking EVs are going, they won't be coming to Australia. They won't be allowed on a boat, so keep catching on fire. Oh, yeah. But well, just, that's a, <laughs> Danielle, there's a glimmer of hope um, in the sky. Yeah, I mean. Obviously, Danielle's got plans for that, but I, I just love those Thunderbirds. I reckon they're fucking cool. They're a really cool-looking car. Yeah, well, that 64 that Gerald had, that's still for sale. I think 18 and a half grand. That was a good car. That green one. Yeah. 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 I just, mean, I just reckon they're cool. 
You'd have to paint it consistently across it, and it's you know, but it's got no big issues. Mm. I mean, I've probably driven that car a few times. But just on EVs, sorry, just if I can say something about EVs, I don't know what it's like for you guys down there, but in Brisbane here, it seems to be if you have a Tesla, you have to make sure you put on some sort of wanker personalized plate that is putting down anyone who doesn't drive an EV. <laughs> yeah, the old, no, the old no gas, you know, bloody oil yeah, free yeah. and. Zero CO2 and, you know, no oil and just... Just go and ask them where they get their power from next time you see one, mate, and just see see how CO2-friendly they really are. Yeah. You picked up my other concern with the EV tags on the number plates, Simo. They've got a little bloody blue triangle with an EV. I don't know whether they're putting them on cars up there, but they're putting them on in Victoria. But they're putting them on... But they're going on hybrids. Not with a hybrid bloody uh-huh. little tag, but they're it's saying the EV. So I just think the the normal public morons will be just looking at them thinking, look at all these EVs on the road. You know, it's sort yeah. of false representation, I think, and it, uh, I find that a little concerning. And they used to have a hybrid yeah. one, but apparently. Then, so The yeah. number on the road in Brisbane is just increased like tenfold oh, they're, in they're, the last year or two. They're, they're spreading quicker than COVID down here, like even in Ballarat. <laughs> um <laughs> Their adaptable cruise control and their lane assist and all that shit. I can't believe how many of them are just weaving around in their fucking lanes like every other idiot on their phone. Oh, every every <laughs> new car you buy has got one of them now. It doesn't really matter. Our car's got it. I turn the shit off. But, yeah, yeah. Um. I was yeah. in Melbourne the other week Um. and uh, the missus had a, a, a gym session with a, a trainer down there and so I just went for a cruise around. I was in the Mustang. And the amount of Teslas I saw just in the 45 minutes I was driving around, I just couldn't believe it. Like, they are, yeah, I mean, they're, they're the thing to have, apparently. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I still, I mean, yeah, anyway, we're, 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 we're digressing. digressing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slippery slope. Yeah. It is a slippery slope. And it's something I just can't be fucked with because I have to deal with it <laughs> four, yeah, I know. four out of five yeah. days of the week. I swear, I swear and, eventually um, we're going to have to make a decision that I stop yelling at fucking traffic, you stop buying EVs, and we find a way to make this our fucking jobs, mate, because uh, you know, it's all coming at us too hard. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> That's right. Um, did you have anything else in Best of the Builds, AO? No, I've, Danielle and uh, the T-Bird and Lee Walker's uh, Barrett Ultima were my two picks. Yeah, no, very cool. Taking us Came on to... to see that Ultima when, it, when it's finished. Oh, definitely. Take, and it's cool that... Again, a 16-year-old kid's VB Commodore build can exist in the same you know, segment as that Ultima build, you know. I'd like, just, just like to think that, you know, in how many, two, four, ten years' time when these cars are finished, they might, you know, hey, Street Machine, this was in your builds. It's all finished now. How about a feature sort of thing? It would be a good follow-up. Yeah, it will flow through. Agreed, yeah. Uh, cool, as okay. Moving along to Reader's Pride. You want to take us into this one, Simo? Uh, yes, page 135. I couldn't go past, I couldn't split the Troys. Troy Billington with his LJ Brock replica. <laughs> yeah, Oh, look, it just, they both tug at my heartstrings for different reasons. Like the LJ, you know, I've actually seen that driving around. It looks cool as hell on the road, like especially amongst all the Teslas and crap. It, just, it looks <laughs> yeah. awesome. And of course, the compact Fairlane with its teardrop bonnet scoop and Craig RSSs and that whole street super stock look that 
is something that's very close to my heart as well. So it was pretty much an even, an even Stephen for those pair. And I think too, just yeah, it's for different reasons though. But I couldn't split it, so I'm just going to have to have both of them. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. More than welcome, mate. I definitely and had the Brock replica LJ. That was definitely on my list. I'll give the uh, Brock replica extra points because that fucking cobra in the background too. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> a, <laughs> that's a good look. Where'd you go, eh? Yeah, I had the Tirana, and uh, on page one thirty-six, uh, we spoke about these. In last episode, that fucking uh, Mercedes Benz. Yeah. How cool is that? Barnstorm. Is it very cool? Barnstormer. Yeah, that name's awesome too. Yeah. Like I just, I'm a big fan of those old Benzes, and I reckon you could do something really cool with it. And there you are. Okay. Bit of a sim movement. Yep. And go on the LS upgrade from the 454. Was... The Calais kids. So I don't know who the Calais kids are, but anyway, I like you. I like your Mercedes. Yeah. No, that's cool. I also um, shouted out uh, Paul Berryman for that Q1 tonner. Um, classic yep, look, eh, with the combos? Just a classic look. You know, it nearly gets back to that nostalgic 18, 19-year-old me that wanted a tonner. There's just something, you know, both the steel grey, pro combos. Yeah, it's just a cool thing. So, yeah. Uh, that's good. Anything else for anyone? <clears throat> No. no, I'm good. I think we're good there, mate. Sunday sesh. I reckon we... Simo story time sync, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, reckon, um, yeah, I reckon we could sync up on a few of these. But anyway, let's go. Let's go. I chose page 144, which was the photo down the bottom left from Heath yep. of his Tirana with uh, Jacka. Jacker's Mustang. Yeah, that's uh, a great pick. Yeah, yeah the Fox fire 40. snake. Yeah, so, no, that's definitely one of mine. <laughs> I just love that fire snake. That the main reason for cool. this photo, yep. they just, yeah, they're both awesome cars. But what I really dig about looking at this photo is just a reminder that our street machine seems in really good hands. Because, I mean, he, he's only just turned 33, I think, and Jack, he's even younger. He's only yeah. 25. Yeah, he's only and a lad. You've got these guys, yeah, they're hailing back to, in a lot of ways, the early years of street machining. Or they, they're not afraid to you know, hark back to early styling cues with the build of their cars. And mm. look, I don't think it's giving up sort of any secret information, but I've just actually written a feature on Heath Strana, which will be being featured soon in Street We did Magazine. see his uh, mate, that a bit of a car. sneak yeah. peek of the photo shoot up on his page the other week. That's it. Like, it's such an amazing car and the time and the effort and the attention to detail that's gone into that. And, and that's sort of, I guess, what I find really cool you, you've got two young guys that are keeping the dream alive for our scene. And I think, too, if someone builds a, say if they build a nostalgia hot rod, something built today which is supposed to look like a car built in the 60s, there's nothing to say you can't build a nostalgia street machine on. No, that's like, what's 100%. wrong with building a, like a car today? Yeah, like 2023, build a car that looks like a street machine from the 80s or the 90s. There's nothing to stop people doing that, but... It, I'd, I'd love to build something and go back to the 90s with fucking Ralph's graphics or some shit. It'd be fucking awesome. And even that market, like, have, has grown a little bit of those, buddy, you know, those high-end street machine builds, you know. They're pulling money where they mightn't have back in the day, you know. People are starting to respect them a, little, a lot more. But I just want to spend a bit of time with Heath because we've had our fair share of uh, Jacker. And if Heath's his best mate, you know, I know the kind of quality bloke he must be too. So... 
Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely love that photo. I was going to say, I also like the one of the XD on the top of the page that Jack has shot too. Um, that yeah, he, he does great work for yeah. Street Machine. And, you know, that's the thing. When you think about it, the reality is like myself and, and Telf and Broads, like Broads is 40 now and the rest of us are sort of on the bad side of 40 or the good side of 50. <laughs> like we're not going to be around forever. And as much as, look, I, of course, am not full-time with Street Machine. Like I've been a freelancer with them for 15 years, but my other, like my real day job, which I've been doing for 20 years, I love too much to ever sort of do magazine stuff full-time. But it's for the future, let's hope that, you know, if Jack sticks around and his kind of era of people, we know they're going to produce a great magazine because we we know that they understand it. Like they Mm. actually appreciate the history of the street machine scene as well as being able to embrace the scene moving forward. And I yeah. think that's really important that people running magazines of any ilk have to be enthusiasts at the same time. Well, my favourite part of our Jacker episode pretty much was the way that he spoke, you know, he used the universal we when talking about the magazine. You yes. Know, like yeah. he, he, there's ownership right through that conversation. Like he is just, you know, the magazine is me, I am the magazine, you know, like he's really got that in his mind, you know, and it sort of, it gave ownership to our conversation. It was pretty cool. You know, even when he sort of highlighted a bit of a flaw in the poster, yeah, oh, yeah, we picked up on that a bit late. And, you know, he sort of, yeah, he wasn't trying to pass the buck. He just feels well and truly included in there. So. Yeah. Which makes it very cool. Yeah. not really good. And that harks back to that bloody moot meet up out at bloody Harcourt, mate. First time I laid eyes on the bloke. You know, <laughs> yeah. the Castle Main yeah. bloody coffee cruise was on and here he is hanging out with bloody, you know, four, you know, it's what, was seven weirdos under a tree in Harcourt. <laughs> 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 so, no, that was a really good time. So, yeah, no, nah, celebrate Jacker a whole heap. Don't mind it at all. Um, I love that on 144, the Daniela Giggs photo too. Mm. Um, just the way she's masked it, I guess. Just a bit of fuzz over the late model cars, you know, and it sort of really makes that car pop out the centre of that photo. Um, it's a cool car. Always I don't trying know what to, it is. It's yeah, cool. Always trying to avoid getting shit like territories and stuff in photos when you can, but the way they've, yeah, the way it's been done, come up a treat. Chev, I reckon. And someone will hold me accountable for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, basically that's me. I'm out of there anyway. And, yeah, uh, we're going to go covered. back to 143 though now and celebrate the, uh, marvelous, there's dad's truck down the bottom corner shot by Simon. Yeah. Oh yes. Yes. And, and the lovely daughter smiling out beside the artwork. That's got to yeah, be. Yeah. She uh, loves cars. Yeah. And so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but nah. in a good way. Yeah. You can yeah. see it. You can definitely see it. She'll choose cars over dolls any day. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. No, nothing no, wrong with that at right. all. <laughs> it's actually good to see, like, in especially over the last sort of 12 months reading the street machine, there's, there's a lot more um, ladies getting involved and not to say they have never always been involved, but there seems to be a bit more presence, in, particularly in the mag, I think. More role models, mm. I guess you'd say, mm. you know, in that regard. Probably, you know, the older builders are having kids and they're having daughters and getting them on the tools. So, no, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Mm, agreed. Yeah, definitely. I've got one. Yep. Bottom left, that truck. Is that a Pajero short wheel it's a base? Suzuki, Su- I think. Uh, is it a Feroza or something? Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, or a Rocky? What are they wearing? Daihatsu. 
Oh, it is. It is a diatom <clears> rocky <throat> thing, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, there you go. Flat black. Yeah, no, definitely the satin black, mate. Staff black. I reckon that dog up there on the top is going to probably build a falcon at some point. <laughs> <laughs> at least piss on the tire. <laughs> Stake claim. I was going to say it, but I thought I meant not. Ah, there you go. That's Scotty coming in with the goal. Never underestimate my ability to say inappropriate shit. <laughs> Look, it just means you've got a broad imagination, Scotty. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. uh, what's next? Tough, tough shot. I got a page fifty-one on the farm truck. Yeah, I'm getting in early this time. There, in bare steel over there. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, how tough's that? I think I had more on it, but you know, maybe I read the caption at some point. But it's cool. Number two, you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I don't yeah. mind that uh, wagon across the. Yeah, the delivery across, over this side. That's, Fucking cool. We don't really you see plenty of that that era truck, but you don't really see many of the deliveries with that fifty six, fifty seven front on it. it. Looks uh looks great. Yeah. And I'm actually gonna take mm. us to quickly just to seventy four and then I can sit back. Um panel van on page seventy four. Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. Drag van. Yeah, the drag yeah, van. That's cool. That's tough. So there you go. That's me out of Tough Shot. Now, Simo, you invented Tough Shot, eh? Yeah, we better let you take it on this one. <laughs> okay. I chose one, and by one I meant five. So sorry, Scott. <laughs> uh, if, you can, if you can go back to page eight, please. <laughs> oh, look at that. Expert. <laughs> Adam Rogash, just well and truly on the bindies in that Capri. I really can't say much more than that. It's no, just it's funny. If, I can't if, wait if to that see this a drag challenge. Photo was taken a few seconds later. He might have got all four wheels off the ground. He's got that tiniest bit of contact. Yeah, I don't it? know. That might be a shadow. It he could even be a shadow. Off. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. impressive, eh? <laughs> it oh, is yeah. big time. Uh, from there, I just flicked over to page eleven, and down the bottom right of page 11, there's a, this is for the next issue. There's an oh, HR for the world's tallest uh, blower. <laughs> <laughs> I think that thing will be very cool to see. So, uh, yeah, that's that was the next one. That's it. That's and, reminiscent of the satin black HD that we had recently in a magazine too. It had a blower nearly yeah. as tall as that. That's mm. exactly it. And that thing, geez, that HD was friggin' tough as too. Yeah. So oh, that's the one Scotty yep. asked the question about whether you're allowed to have a blower that high or something. And I sort of said, you know, you wouldn't be pointing it out to him. You know, you wouldn't be asking him that question <laughs> if you already think it's wrong. Just imagine it is and walk on. You yeah. know. <laughs> that's it. Uh, next up was page 51 at the uh, the top right of that page. Oh, yeah. The Willys. Yeah, that's my ultimate car. They are a special car, aren't they? I think we've got you on the record as a dream car on the Willys. That is my dream car pretty much right there. Like, I'd happily just drive it around being told it was such and such as old car. I wouldn't care or just paint it how I wanted it or something. But if I could have that, that's in my, if I win the lotto list, that's first cab off the rank. Make that guy an offer he can't refuse and off it goes. From memory, I think it's got a the uh, big thing back in the day was they would fit a Ford truck scoot to them, like a bonnet scoot that actually came on a Ford truck. Oh, at a yeah. Park, but I, I think 
if my shitty old eyes are correct, it looks to have that scoop on the bonnet. Like I don't actually think it's uh, anything poking through the hood from the engine, but that's Stuck very on. cool. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go um, wrong with one of those cars. I, I'm a fan. They've always, there was, and again, you'd probably remember better than me, Simon, but there was a blue and pink Willys yes. from back in the day, the big blower and yep. the massive fats on the back. Um, that's it. I can picture Another it. Another one. Yeah. Um, that was what, yeah. That always. It had pink world wheels on it. Like yeah. World drag lights yep. yeah. That was really, from yep. South Australia, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah that was the a, he wheelie bars on the back. I think as well. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he still owns that. Loved it. Loved that car. That was yeah. brilliant. Very tough. Yeah, you look at the stuff Hodgie's got in his stable and the amount of time he spends driving his too, you know, like he's got other cars to choose yeah, from. Yeah, well, he gets his out of here. And that's actually very similar to that. Yeah, that really thing, similar style. That old Gasset style. <clears throat> yeah, very cool. Uh, second last was page 70. It's just another bendy shot of Jason Hockter's TD Cortina, well and truly up in the air. And, uh, again, Jason's been around, look, I can remember reading about his Cortina builds back in probably the 90s or late 90s. So he was always been a big part of the uh, the performance streetcar shootout scene, but also the, uh, yeah, the street, I guess I use the term street in inverted commas, uh, street-based drag racing scene. So, yeah, that's a really tough, tough car and yeah. very tough shot as well. Um, and lastly is page 103, please. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> now, I love, I'm not sure how you pronounce Janet's surname either. So I'm just going to run with Janet. I wasn't sure if it was Hoff, Ho, or How, uh, but it doesn't really matter because I actually want to draw your attention to the FC. Victor <laughs> yeah, Ryan, yeah, yeah, I've got that in a special mention somewhere. Mate. Couldn't have it. Tougher than Chuck Norris. It's got the friggin' <laughs> letterbox scoop. It's got the crime. It's, it's you know, like Trent Rods. It's Candy Apple Red Bull. looks a bit. Craig R's too. Like, yeah, that's very tough. So that was me for tough shots. And appeared in the very first Van Wheels and Street Machine, August, yes. September, 81. Yep. Just yeah, the no, timeless is... Australian Street Machine. Absolutely. No, I'm a big fan, big fan of that. Yeah. And you're playing yeah. around with uh, this series of car at the moment, mate, in your snapshots articles? I have just completed them, actually. I think, yeah, the custom. I did a, a section Last issue, it must have been custom FE to HR Holmes. Yeah. 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 yeah no, that's the one. Mm, always been a big fan of that era. Yeah. Do you know the um, formerly black pillless FJ um, that was then red that's owned by Kerry Ann? Yeah. You know that car? Yeah, it used to be uh, Butch and Rhonda Float's car. Yeah. That's the one. Did that, did that, that didn't make it into your humpies? Uh, look, I delivered, a, I can't even say that word. I thought about it a lot. What is it? Deliberated? Deliberated. Yeah, deliberated. <laughs> I thought about it very long and hard. Yeah. Uh, and I ended up choosing Mark Plummer's chopped red FJs. Yeah, no, I could understand instead. that too. Um, not that I'm saying those cars are really, really similar in any way, shape or form, but it did almost get a special mention. I do like that car. But I think the thing is too, one of the, the issues you have with doing stories like that, especially when you're harking back to decades past, is finding a decent quality photo to actually use. Yeah. And I'm just making excuses. So I did have good photos <laughs> of their kind of use. Actually, I'm just but, curious. Uh, On the strength of content, yeah, where do those photos come from predominantly? Like where do Mate, you either through from old magazines or Google searching, yep. Facebook pages. Custom cars. Um, yeah, custom cars, Oz. Aussie custom I got cars a couple history. From custom cars, Oz. I yeah, I'd go that. through the photo albums on there and see what was available. 
but it's a matter of just trying to get things into a high enough resolution to be printable. Uh, and that's where magazines really come to the fore. Yeah. Oh, geez, I felt that like a dagger in the fucking heart, mate. I still don't know how to put, send you fucking high resolution pictures. I've just given up on your noses. It's all right, mate. <laughs> I'm going to put them into a bloody post pack and send them to you, and you can work it out from there. I reckon that'll be the next thing that I do. Office works. Office works is your friend. They do scans and stuff as well. So, yeah, they'll yeah. scan them and get yeah. them into resolution for me. There you go. Yeah. No. Yeah. But- very cool, mate. But no, more than welcome to take anything from that group. You know, we both know what each other stand for. So yeah. that's it. That's all good shit. Uh, Adrian, bit of- uh, I had. Well, I basically picked that whole Grudge Kings feature. Is I don't think there's a page without a tough shot. Yep. Um. So anything from page fifty six on, I reckon. Um. Again, good good coverage. Lots of uh, I've been really enjoying these sort of event uh, features. You just, you're just sort of getting little snippets of different cars and in different angles, and um, yeah, I've just been digging it lately. I like you, you look. I mean, that page there. There's probably three or four. You know, three or four you can pick as a tough shot. But anyway, the whole feature is good. Um, page. 30, the rear shot of the cover car, the Capri, um, that, uh, that's, I mean, is a stunning photo. Who did the pictures on that, by the way? Is it Tappy did that? I think it was Tappy, yeah. It sort yeah. of got a Tappy vibe. But between that mm-hmm. and the cover, um, I give a tough shot to the cover car. I just have trouble picking stuff like that as a as a number one pick because it's I just can't see driving down the road. Yeah, that well, and that's a big thing. Drag for, challenge. Well, you yeah, know, drag challenge is a bit so different. If that helps you justify. Yeah, drag challenge yeah. is is different, but you know, I, I just couldn't. I mean, maybe he does. I don't, I don't know, but uh, I just can't picture it just cruising, going for a lap of the lake. You know, yeah. that's it's sort of a big. It's a big <laughs> yeah. thing for me. Like I've got to if I'm picking something, I've got to you know, justify it being able to be driven at some point yeah. or another, but definitely a cool car. I mean, well, speaking of, tough, car. speaking of tough Capris, I think I told you that I had to go and see Georgie Haddad and pick yes. up a, pick up a sump for dear mate, Dave Guilfoyle. And, uh, George is there and I'm like, just walked in the door. I've never met him. You know, I'm like, you're the guy, aren't you? He goes, yeah, so they fucking reckon, you know, and we just had a bit of a smile. And I said to him, I said, I remember the night you stood that Capri up on the rear bar. I said, I had to come out to the pits just to confirm that it had damage where I would have expected to see it to make sure I'd seen that. And he goes, yeah, and he's pointed at the photo of the Capri on the wall. I said, that's the same night Victor Victor Bray destroyed the steel car and shot the front end out of it. And, he, and then he goes... Yeah, it was too. And I said, and the same night the Gat Boys ran their first seven second pass and he's mm-hmm. like like he didn't realise that it all happened on that one night. But yeah. you know, it was just a highlight to, and I gave him a sticker and he put it straight on the bloody cupboard, mate. Like yeah. he just stuck nice. it straight on the wall. So I reckon I'm gonna go back and do an ever late eight with George yeah, Haddad and get into his life a bit. But it's funny because you get in those moments, you think I should hit record on my phone and catch this moment, but just sometimes you just get a bit too involved in the conversation. Yeah. So you go, you just think you, all the stuff that's happened at Calder Park, like over the years, it's, it's been some amazing things happen there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
and um, another friend of the podcast, Rod Camilleri, but his Mrs. Leanne Barnhard, she's, she was big into drag racing up around Queensland, up in the Simo districts, and I want to get her in for a big chat because that was when blokes didn't think women could drive. <laughs> she had to have drive all these bloody heroes. So, yeah, good stuff. Anything else for tough tough shots? Um, no, I'm no, out of tough I'm shots, good. mate. No. Any honourable mentions, special mentions? Just going to start while we've got a little pause when everyone was slow to talk, but the patina breakdown gets its mention on page 22. Yep. Um, Is that story done by Tim Barnett? Yeah. The Tim Barnett's a contributor to the Yeah, the machine. Tim Barnett, mate. You, know, you want to go and hang out with Barney? Well, that's where Timbo. you go, mate. We get ourselves to the patina breakdown on the uh, 17th to 19th of November. Absolutely love that. Uh, while we're here, also the Fred Thomas pick. That's cool as, mate, for a 10-year-old. Look, really It's actually pretty cool that lame. a 10-year-old's got a name called Fred. I'll definitely be at Patina Breakdown anyway. Um, so get along. Celebrate the grotty. So I, I think that, it's going to be an event that certainly will um, take off, I think. Yeah, no, definitely. And, you know, it's sort of, and again, you've seen the love my car gets in a world where people are being painting their frigging tyres and I've been driving through fucking mud. Like, you know, there's something, there's just something honest about it. Yep. So, no, nah, it should be a cool thing. Favourite Monaro up there too, really. Fucking David and Cherie's Monaro. Super cool that, isn't it? Ah, oh, fucking love it. And the fact it's got a 400 in it and, you know, like all this shit. Someone else would be trying to create a GDS out of that thing. You know, so the right owners have got it, but he's got the NRMA panel van that looks like it's only just come off the road after 40 years of service. Um, and they're the ones that are running the HK to HG Nationals down in uh, Queenscliff. So we'll be in good hands. Yeah. Um, all right, Simon, what any honorable mentions you've got, or are you happy with your selection? Oh, uh, yeah, probably too many. I'll try <laughs> and keep it narrow, actually. Uh, Page just 10, let him read. All right. Oh, be careful saying quickly, that with me. I just got to yeah. keep Scotty tuned in, but page 18, Scotty. Oh, back and forth. Fucking hell. No, just quickly grab 18 <laughs> for me, mate. Here's some more from the sim for you. <laughs> yeah. You know, like he's the premier, but he's bagging out the 48. I can afford deluxe out of the Grease movie, and here's Simo fucking reviewing the movie. And Scotty shared the post the other day just about the premier offering, offering five grand for junkers. I can't believe my comment still stands it's still there hasn't been removed or i haven't been killed in the night Simon, <laughs> i don't know whether you saw it but um the yeah our our fearless leader uh, mr andrews um put up a, a, a public post the other day about he, oh they're giving some i think it's a rural young people five grand if they go and buy a new car or some shit and you know taking safe car, unsafe cars off the road and now our our, our studio man over here scotty decides to uh comment on it um what was it uh, something that i said do you know what else is unsafe your wife his, his, his <laughs> wife was involved in a bit of a <laughs> bit of a uh bingle with a cyclist a couple of years ago so. yeah. and well andrews took off didn't he oh, He was in the car but he yeah. wasn't there at the scene yeah. 
because he was driving. Oh. Wasn't he? Yeah, they're, they're saying the cyclists yeah. ran into them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is not safe. <laughs> but anyway, it was. Uh, it's probably irrelevant to someone in Queensland, but yeah, pretty fucking funny. But he's used that forty-eight Ford as an example. You know, if yeah. someone owns a forty, yeah, such and such owns a forty-eight Ford, like you know, maybe automatic, maybe systematic. You know, yeah, like he's, it's just he's trying big, to be relevant with the kids, was he? Yeah, yeah. and again, he's like you would have thought, trying so, to be cool, trying to be hip. Were you, were you hanging <laughs> out at Dan? <laughs> you weren't hanging out at Dan Andrews, were you, Solomo, when he sort of came up with this theory and you were reviewing the fucking movie? <laughs> just definitely not. Just, <laughs> definitely not. Just but another weird synchronicity, you know. <laughs> That is one synchronicity that will never be happening. But <laughs> what I do just quickly want to mention, and I have to give it to uh, Brett at Street Machine, who's the editor, as in, well, as in like Broads is the editor, editor, but uh, Brett does, Brett Collingwood does a lot of the editing of the stories and stuff that go in. And he very much, uh, a couple of sections that he toned down my emotion. Because <laughs> I, I, look, I watched Grease as a kid all the time. I've seen it a couple of times over the years. I think the last time I saw it was its 20th anniversary or something in the in the late 90s that was back on at the, at the cinemas. Um, so I hadn't actually seen it for years, but just when I was researching this to get the cars and that sort of stuff, the exact details and a few bits, I was mortified at how many reviews are done on this movie modern day, bagging it, saying it's, it's basically... They've dropped this this movie into, I, I guess, what is like a really woke society, mm, and it actually costs a imagine. lot of negativity. And I was just like, just you know, it's really disappointing to read that sort of stuff. And again, it's like I, I was saying earlier about people trying to rewrite history. Like, just oh, take yeah. it for what it is and enjoy it. You know, it's just, yeah, it's, that's right. Okay, it may not uh, cut think... the mustard nowadays, but is it really that bad that it's yeah, that's right. you know it's, it's people look into it too deeply. That's really yeah, but they do it happens. because they get a fucking like or some comment on fucking Facebook. Oh, Greece, Greece yep. is Greece is so male, and then it's like what? Well, it just just wake up and realize yep. it's a movie made in the seventies about kids in the fifties. Am I right? Yeah. Yes, it's correct. So it's based yeah. in the fifties, made in the seventies. It's yeah. not even going to be anywhere fucking relatable to the current climate. Just. As you say, Simon, mm. just fucking watch it and shut your mouth. Yeah, pat yourself on the back for how far we fucking come, but just fucking you can't ignore history. Yeah. And look, like I say, we right. like, you know, yeah. we're constantly, you know, quoting and you know, shouting out running on empty. And I still remember like the scene where, <laughs> you know, Mike put her into the wall and she goes, oh, did, <laughs> he goes, did I do that? And she's like, no, we did. You know, like, I own enough mm. of that issue. Um, but, you know, again, you know, we sort of we we can't even know where we come from if we don't look backwards every now and again. Yeah, I don't know the people. That's right. Kids today, well, a lot of the kids today, they're just attention seeking whores. I'm sorry. Yeah, not our kids. Shout yeah. out Never just Late Crew. We got plenty of youngsters in our Never Late Crew. Yeah, and they're all right. I they're said gonna, some. We're yeah. going to change the world. I said some. Yeah, no. <laughs> anyway, we're digressing again. Okay, Simo. Next, <laughs> <laughs> honourable mentions. Um, uh, page 10 was uh, Tom's epic. I can't read my own writing for his surname. Uh, uh, that, how um, good is, is that? Carrera? Yeah, Carrera or career. Yeah, yeah. That is absolutely yeah. bloody brilliant. Uh, I loved it. Trip to the Cape in the HQ. Yeah, just love it. I just think that's, you know, again, it's, it's young people doing the car scene proud and good on him. Total kudos to him for attempting that journey. So that was how really much great fun to read would about. that be? Tell me. Oh, absolutely. Simple fun, exactly. Yeah, 
As much fun as me taking your HJ wagon pretty much up through the Glasshouse Mountains, I reckon, back in about 94. You know, just, yeah, yeah, good shit. Having a good time. And it's good to see, like, um, you know, I've mentioned before, I watched the the Million Dollar Bogan, the the rich fellow that drives his Harley everywhere. Like, him and his mate took their Harley Davidsons to the top. Like, yeah. And that was a good watch on YouTube. I've, I don't know whether whether this fella's done a YouTube or anything, but I'd love to see a bit of a doc documented some videos on it. Hopefully, he's going to put something together. But I I just reckon that's good, and it's you know it's not a four wheel drive, it's not a new Ranger, it's not a new you know Everest or Hilux or anything like that. He's just taking a like an HQ Ute and yep. off he went. Another one written by Jacker too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. People getting shit done without the fanfare, and that's yep. really what it's all about. Yeah, it's a bit Tom, of a fanfare uh, when it hit the room and put the fan into the radio. Yeah. But, <laughs> <just looking. laughs> but then what we do, we're only an hour from home and instead we get a radio to deliver to the car and get the car home under its own steam. That last hour would have been easy to call a tilt tray at that point, but no, congratulations, Tom. 11,338 well kilometres over four weeks. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, great stuff. Um, next for me was page 17 in the snapshots section. You will see on the far right, there's a photo of the engine bay in Ron Wickham's uh, custom F100 under the Australian Hot Rodding Review title there. That engine bay, it's a Chrysler V8, but just the detailing in it, mm. it, it seems, okay, I know the cost of chroming, if you can even find someone that does it anymore, is through the roof, but the engine bay detailing in that is so cool. There's the chrome pipe, it's got the yellow engine block, and all the rest of it, it's, it's just, cool. yeah, I really, I really love that engine bay. <laughs> yeah, the whole deal with it, it's very cool. Um, and uh, just quickly, page 42, the Cooley Rocks On uh, Yeah, I had that. There. Yeah, whole feature. The I had that feature. That thing, oh, How just the it? paint, How good I is love it? all that. Yeah, yep, perfect. Did you get to cool and get it, mate? No, I didn't get to Cool and Gatta, nor did I get to Calandra for Beach Fest. I totally just fucked it all up this year. But hopefully next year, they're actually on different weekends next year, so I'm hopefully going to get to both, all going well. Yeah, well, mate, Pete Tofant and his family, they can't not go. Every year they just jump on a plane from Vic and head, head up to Cooley. It's the one they do with their little kids in tow, and they love it. Absolutely certainly looks like it. a yeah, good it event. it is a great time. Yeah. It is for sure. And... uh also from that same event on page 49, I uh, just had a shout-out to Chris Langtree with his blue uh, Model A Roadster, Channel yeah, 1 yeah. up the top there on the right. Beautiful That's car. a great car too and very much. If I was ever going to build a hot rod, I'd like to build something along those lines. Seems right. to work really well. And he's a really top bloke too, Chris. So he's done a great job with that. And yeah, there, Sorry, mate. I was just saying, I reckon there's a very similar looking vehicle for sale at the moment to that roadster. Maybe. I could be wrong. Is it 47 with the Sandman with the side pipes? Back on set 47. It's very, it's in this feature as well. Yeah. Oh, no, back one more maybe. Uh, where, where, where did I see it? Oh, there it is. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And last so, one for me, you don't need to go to it, Scotty. It's all good. was just page 100 was, again, the Janet Hoff. Uh, Victor Riley, yellow Mustang, but we spoke yep. a fair bit about that anyway. I just love that car with the gold Morosso air cleaners and tunnel ram back in the day. Yeah. So as a, I remember buying the magazine in 86, which featured that, and if I was old enough to jizz, I probably would have. It was just a <laughs> fucking standout car. There's something about that colour 
with those wheels and the tunnel end with the gold Morosso yeah. stuff. It's just perfect. It's a killer yeah. combo. Yep. Killer combo. Mm. I don't know. Tunnel yep. rams are coming back. I like it. Yep. Hope so. I yeah. like it. Uh, yeah, and that was me for honourable mentions. Well, you, yeah, I had the Cooley Rocks, and I've only got two others. Uh, page sixty, Jason De Silveira, the C10. That's a pretty cool build. Yeah, I do like a truck, and it's silver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what nearly, it is. Nearly, I, I nearly just, looks like metal. I do like a silver. I don't nearly. know why, but that's yeah. a that's a cool truck. Yeah. Um, and my other one was page 114, the Iron Maiden, uh, Zsa Biashi. Yeah, I had her um, down here too. Her hot rod. That, uh, the that is bloody cool. That's, I love it. Yeah, no, it's a ripper. Absolute ripper tea coop, that one. And what a name, Zsa Zsa. Yeah, I, I said that too. I just wanted to be able to say Zsa Zsa into mm. an episode. So. Yeah, no, big fan of that car. That's cool. Check yeah. out the collection in the garage, though. Yeah, there's a few. Uh, yeah. Other ones. Yeah, we got a little bit going on. I just love how all these people have such clean and tidy garages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Mine does not look like that. Well, we've been we've both been Me in either. Dave we've both been yeah. in Dave Guilfoyle's shed. And yeah. I said to him, I said, I swear you don't build these cars; you just send them off to get built because you can't see. Yeah, it's uh, not can't... a thing out of place there. No, that's it. Whether you're painting, whether you're tub. Every time whatever. I pull into our, our our garage, like I've got the like a workbench there and. You're just facing it, and there's shit all over. It's like Jesus Christ! I really need to get in here and tidy <laughs> <talk laughs> shit. Yeah, well, I'm going to take us to page 45, Scotty. This thing could have been a tough shot for me too. Which again, it's a static tough shot. It's not sort of. I think I was avoiding wheel standards, but that EH wagon and cool the bottom. Car. I do love that. Oh yeah, I like the spoiler. <laughs> yeah, no, the spoiler probably added it to added to it for me. We are talking before about chrome being prohibitively expensive, but, you know, you can still buy paint. So, no, that's a cool And how car. cool that blower on a 253 as well? Mm. Yeah, that's a, well, see, I didn't even read that. Didn't oh, it's it. probably scaring the shit out of it, let's be honest, but it's <laughs> oh, on a 253. <laughs> Fucking that shout out. pretty cool. Nah, shout out the thong slappers. Fuck yeah. <laughs> 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 so, no, that one, I had uh, the Victor Riley FC. We've already looked at that. Um, the Tom Carrera HQ, we've already done that. Uh, page 11, Scotty. The Ian Hazel Prem 70 HG wagon. Oh, oh yeah, you're talking. Yeah, what's that event, Ayo? Eh? Can you read that from there? Where's it coming Legends to? Legends Gather this year's Adelaide's Auto Expo. Yeah. 17th to the 18th of November, set to bring some of the most iconic street machines Ever built under one roof? Yeah. No, well, so, Prune um, 70, that's that's pretty much like, that's iconic to me, 88, 89, 90. You know, well, mate, HG you might be able to drive the Nash over to Adelaide in uh, in November and make an appearance. Yeah, well, again, if you know, if tomorrow it gets to orange and back, I'll be bloody grinning me frigging head off, mate. Cooley Rocks I had, the VK, <laughs> the, v, the VK, VL I had, the EH photo, page 92. Um, Stephen Thrift, EH, Cherry Black. There's only one photo that I could actually see the color of the car. Yeah, that didn't look black. So, love that shot. Cherry is so cherry black. I'm assuming that's that VS Senator color. I'm assuming if it's cherry, I'm, that was called cherry black. I reckon. Yeah, I think you're right. Good color. Well, yeah, definitely cool car. But um, yeah, just that mm, one photo. Cool. I thought when I looked through the whole feature, it looks black in every photo bar that one. So that was a mention. And page 124 because. 
in the Never Late podcast, occasionally a small special mention becomes a feature at some point down the track, but there's the New South Wales weapon. New South Wales weapon. Oh, oh yeah. there you go. And same car. Same plate, you know, except in the New South Wales version. Yeah. Was it a weapon in LC? Yeah. 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 Yeah, LC. But I just thought it's interesting because, again, it doesn't say the word weapon. It, it's not an anagram for wholesome entertainment for people of need, which mm. I kept putting in all the bloody comments when uh, people pulled fucking mate's plates off him. Yeah, I just thought whether that's paying a little bit of homage to the Victorian version, you know. It's cool. Very so cool. that was that was pretty much me out of honourable mentions. Oh, very good. I guess we move on to music chat. Music chat. Uh, Simon, what have you been listening to while you've been uh, driving around and working on the on the cars? I'm really useless when it comes to music. I hate to tell you, <laughs> I uh, I know nothing about bands. I like songs. I don't know nothing really anything about that. But put it this way, my secret musical love is one hit wonder '90s classic dance that was on commercial radio stations. Yeah. So yeah. dance, you know, like you know, Corona and all that sort of era of stuff. What is love? So basically <laughs> commercial dance music you heard in the 90s is what I listen to. But, look, <laughs> I do listen to everything else as well. Massive Guns N' Roses fan, of course. Yep. The Eagles. I love um, lots of Aussie bands too, I guess, from various eras, especially, you know, Cold Chisel as well, uh, Australian Crawl, all that kind of stuff, and even very early Pearl Jam. Like Pearl Jam 10 is probably – one of the only albums I could listen to from start to finish and love every single song. It's, it's, right on, it's, an, all, um, it's an all-time, uh, all-time great album. That yeah, yeah, very hard to beat. Pretty much, my playlist is just a big mix of seventies, eighties, and nineties stuff. We did. Sounds so. good. We didn't have Scotty's mm. questions in place when you were on here the first time, did we, mate? Don't think so. No, Scott, no. no we'll Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ever ready, ready. <laughs> uh, we'll start with um, Nickelback, yes or no? Yes. Again, Great. I'm and not really stand, into the bands and the people, but I do like some of their songs, so I'm happily going to say yes. Yeah, right. Cool. What about Oasis? Same deal. I think they're a bunch of wankers, but I love you know some of their songs. I'll take so that. So that's oh, a 50%. 22 yeah. will be out next week. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> what Nobworth? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just Liam. It's just Liam at Nebworth next week dropping. So look out. I'll send you a copy, Scotty. Thanks. Appreciate <laughs> it. I hark back to when, um, was it In Excess were getting that award from yeah, Oasis? Yeah, no, yeah, sorry, yeah. In Excess were giving the award to Oasis and Oasis referred to them as being has been. That's what, yeah, and that's I've got what to say, Scotty in. Yeah, yeah that's one of those things where that just really sums up their personality. They certainly, um, Weren't lacking in the ego department. No, like I said, I don't necessarily like them. Them, mm. the the, the, the brothers, but fuck their music. Musically, really musically, you got to appreciate. I love exactly. It. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. same deal. Can appreciate their some of their songs. Yeah. Last but not least, um, is it two parter? Foo, oh, no. yeah. Foo Fighters. Yes. Love them. Yep. Great. And Dave Grohl, what do you think of him? Big fan. <laughs> <laughs> Super funny. He cracks me up. He's a really he's got funny guy. And I, I like seeing interviews with him. I was about to say, how is his how is his Christopher Walken impersonation is the best? Perfect. 
But one of my how, good, how good was that story though? Like he knew yep. how he was going to say it. So he says, don't know the emphasis on fighters. The next one he comes out, full fighters. I thought <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was just fucking brilliant. Yeah, no, that was cool. But, yeah. yeah, I don't know about him done up as yeah. Jesus. That's like an interesting, Scotty. Well, well he's white, so he, oh, he fits yeah. the description. <laughs> this yeah, is my no, place. That's it's, it. it's, this is my what it's 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 his place of worship. worship. <laughs> my place of worship. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to distract us for a minute because I was doing a bit of research on uh, the name Simon and the name Simo, uh, thinking on, that maybe I, I could can do I just my own interrupt intro. Yeah. just for a minute. If you move, he, his eyes follow you. He's watching you. <laughs> <laughs> Look out! Yeah. That's more like him, in your opinion, yeah. No, no, not necessarily. Okay. You know, I've actually, I've, I've got. Some... Are you warming to him? I, yeah, I feel like you're starting to backpedal. I reckon he is. I'm going to read something into this one day and, um, you know, you'll, you'll be surprised. That's actually Dave Grohl. But there's something I wrote as a kid that I still wonder why I wrote what I wrote. But, you know, we might be contending for the same position at some point. But, you know, <laughs> right, yeah, no, to be revealed in an upcoming episode. All right, cool. I'm so cool. in the process of, uh, yeah, looking up Simo songs, I've come up with this. Simon, 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 poop, 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 poop. <laughs> Simon, 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 poop, 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 poop. Simon. So that's that's the that's song. highly look. That's highly appropriate. <laughs> Give me some bad Indian, and mate, it's all over. And you're talking about doing burnouts in my hard top. You should see the skids Mondays. So that's, <laughs> always, well, that's yeah, the no, song. I'm, yeah, yep. what's well, the song? The Simon Poop song by the odd man who sings about poop, puke, and pee. Right, sounds so, like my favorite. Three of my favorite things. Yeah, but then I thought about a bit of action on the uh, on the legends in our lunchtimes group of recent times, and I thought, you know, well, maybe I could find something that sort of channels a bit of the content in there. So I've ended up coming up with this. <laughs> hey, wait a minute! You two look kind of familiar. Ain't you them kids that have been whacking off in my tool shed? I've never known two boys to be doing so much whacking. So that's whacking. So that's Dick and Balls by the Texas Toast Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, that's the greatest fucking name next to the Tony Danza tap dance extravaganza. Yeah, no, there you go. So we're going all right. I also found a song called Loose Morals, which is channeling the the hard top, but I'm not sure because it's kind of kind of starts out with a bit of a bong hit. Yeah. So I think it's just electronic. So we could write a better song called Loose Morals, I mm. guess. Um, and just so long as you don't associate any songs from U2 with me, I'm happy. That's right. I forgot you're not a fan of uh, our dear friend Bono. Oh, well, for people I'm who, with you, mate. For nah. people who are late to the party, Simo, do you want to just take and put a bit more it's, into that? It's, we're, it's probably something we're all in agreement with. I'm not the yeah. – I don't – yeah, I just, I just can't warm to them at all. Mm, you know, yeah. I'd rather listen to like Nana Muscuri or something <laughs> like that. And I just. You had him crying, they reckon. Yeah, Bono's got tears because oh. Simon doesn't like him. I'm hoping to have oh, the same impact on Dave Grohl at some point. Rubbish. <laughs> I, I think the thing, the final nail in the coffin for me was the time when I opened my iPhone and suddenly there was an album from U2. In oh, my and it just iTunes. showed up. They just. 
put that it on was there. the last straw for me. That's you know, right. that was the last that. straw. I had a gut pull once that happened, and but. you couldn't remove it. You re- removed it, and every update put it back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like a shit that wouldn't snap off. Yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'll take us away from that because. Shout out Jim Carroll Band in the movie Tough Turf, but I'm going to put some Jim Carroll Band into our playlist. Righto. Okay. Nice. That's me done for music. Uh, <laughs> mine's pretty simple this week. I've been absolutely uh, flogging Post Malone's new album, Austin. It is brilliant. Love it. Haven't heard? I'll give it a listen. I mean, I've, yeah, it's sort of a bit of a sim thing. We were talking about Posty last week because he was coming to Ballarat and mm. yep. I um, I didn't actually realise it was new album week, but it came up on the new releases and um, yep. thought, yeah, I'll give it a go because I've, I've never really listened to him. I've, he's got a couple of cool tunes, but um, I don't know. There's just, it's just got a good groove. It sounds good. Um, there's a lot of guitar-y songs on there, like sort of acoustic-y songs, and, um, yep, it's a two thumbs up from me. Cool. Post Malone, Austin. Hey. That's not rap, is it? Like, no. sort of was, no. but not now? I don't even know what you call him. Like, he's the very first song on it is just an acoustic song, which you'd almost, um, uh, what's that real quiet Nirvana song? Uh, something in the way. Yeah, it, yep. you'd swear it was ah. something in the way, mm. and then it go. Then it, it's it's really like I say, it's really well produced. That in that in that song finished, the next minute it goes bang into this almost electronic sort of a thing, and then the last couple of songs are just acoustic sort of stuff. With yeah, I don't know. You'll have to have a listen to it. It's good. It's worth a listen. But um, yeah, I mean, I know he's a big Nirvana fan. He he did that Nirvana thing during COVID, which was That's really right. good. That's right, you did too. That was um, good, yeah. But, yeah, I've I've pretty much had that on repeat all week, apart from the um, regular podcasts I've been listening to. I've found a new podcast called the Red Flags Podcast. Um, if you're into F1, a couple of funny clowns talk about F1 and the antics and all that, but it's probably best to watch the race before you listen. Oh, and again, like, I don't know, Simo, you might know about this one, but our little mate Max, uh, or Corporal Max in uh, Belarus, can't buy Street Machine magazine. I don't know whether it's banned content what in is... their country. I said to him, maybe he could work on a digital oh, subscription, but he'd probably need a VPN. Yeah. Yeah, he might do. He, he said he can maybe find a workaround, and I think Belarus that's probably is the workaround. That... I'll send you the link for our subscription where we get ours, yeah, and you might send it to him. You might be able to get it through that because I think it's worldwide, that, that yeah, but one that Belarus, we use. Is that Russia somewhere? Yeah, it's on the border. So Russia and Ukraine I shares re- a border. I reckon they'd be pretty limited as to what they can access over there. Yeah, yeah fuck. Think, okay. I think that's it. As At a guess. And we ask Simo the question and we just talk over him anyway, <laughs> sitting in the background <laughs> going, I don't know, fucking nothing. <laughs> um, oh, my brain's that fried these days. I forgot what you asked anyway. Yeah, well, I actually want to balance too while AO's listening to brand new music. I found um, Doc Boggs. I'd even written the note down, and it wasn't until you started talking about the new Post Malone that I've gone back to the 1920s with Doc Boggs with his banjo. Yep. He's pretty cool. Mighty good name, Gene Boy. 
Yeah, well played. But no, from the twenties, and then he was discovered in the fifties or something. And did speaking a bit of a about the twenties, going back, is that when you say the twenties, we watched Babylon. I think it was last weekend, the weekend before, and I don't know whether anyone's seen I it. I still haven't watched it yet. I know you recommended it, but no. just go and have a look at it. I can't describe it. I didn't know what to expect, but it was I don't know. We were just on a bit of a Margot Robbie thing because we we took the kids to see Barbie and we watched Babylon and. I completely forgot well, she was in it. Well, that's completely but... understandable. <laughs> <laughs> but I had no idea what it was like, what it was about. I just knew, uh, you know, Brad Pitt, you know, all these big names were in it. I enjoyed it. It was fucking weird. But yeah. it was essentially about the Hollywood scene going from silent movies to movies with sound. Yeah. And it sort of followed, like, a, couple, uh, a, a new actor an old actor who was struggling to do the transition, you know, directors and and a and a muse a, a black muso at the time. So it was sort of centered around the four characters. It's three hours of your life. Yeah. But I reckon it's worth a look. Yeah. Right. I, if you haven't seen it, it was it's fucking wild. Yeah. Well put together. Like the, these Hollywood parties in the twenties. I don't know whether they're accurate or whether they just made them up, but far out, man. Yeah. <laughs> <Part of you. laughs> it was fucking wild. Old coke and champagne and oh. wild fucking orgies back then too. Yeah, <laughs> fucking elephants coming through the main ballroom of this fucking party. But yeah. anyway, it's it's just worth a look. I enjoyed it very. If you didn't know, you'd almost think Tarantino yeah. made oh. it. It's it's very Obscure. put together so that lots way. Of, lots of feet shots then. No, 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 no feet shots. No feet shots. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, no, it's it's worth a look. Yeah, well, on podcasts, um, Smartless, you guys got me looking back at Smartless. Yeah, I've been flicking through. I I did skip the new one with that stupid bitch AOC on it. Um, yeah. The uh, problem with I have with these. She was with, on the doco. Right. Well, the Live. problem I have with these podcasts is they're very fucking that side, and it sort of annoys me a bit. Yeah, it's a little bit too far left, yeah. Bit of banter I didn't mind, but, you know, beyond that, um, I've shouted out um, Big Bogetti Studios, yep. which is Cooper Bogetti. I think he had, um, um, did he he had, have he had Cletus, Cletus on. on the other day. I haven't listened to that yet. No, that was a good chat, really good chat. And, again, like I messaged Cooper and he said he'd be happy to come into our podcast if we can work out the time differential yeah, sure and stuff at some something. point. But, yeah, no, it'd be good to have a chat with him. And he seems to be a bit of an under, underdog too in amongst the world that he's mm. walking in. So um, don't mind that. As I said earlier, Thong Slappers, thoroughly review. You know, we've reviewed it. We love it. Um, well, Simo's here joining us. The episodes are still there. Like when I well, I think we invited him, he's like, yeah, but we're not there anymore. It's like, yeah, but it's still there. You know, it's yeah. all the episodes are still there and I'll still, I still keep pointing people at it. Oh, well, I, that's what I say. The first, oh, thank you. First thing I'll really say is appreciate that. No, well, we, you know, again, we missed the laughs. We just wanted to try and, but, you know, we missed the mag reviews. We missed, you know, so much of it. We thought we'll see if we can dip our toe in the water and make half an effort. But We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the thong slappers. So, yeah, and shout know. out. Well, uh, shout out too. I just, it should have been car related. Might have come in earlier, but Peter Sharp's HQ at the moment. Um, going a bit of a uh, update. Oh, yeah. No, Don't mind it. Uh, channeling the old uh, bomber from fighter pilot, the... oh, sorry, mm. fighter jet, or yeah. something, wasn't it? Oh, mate, yeah. I've had, I've had the, yeah, cool. I've had the. He said it was though. an Australian built fighter, I think, a World yeah, War II fighter or something. And he it? sent me the message about, I don't know, I think it was three months ago or something. I originally got the renders mm. sent to me, and I've just sort of held on to them, waiting for it to happen, you know. But no, it's it's it was a family connection to the making of that plane, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, was his uncle ah, or someone. Right. 
flew them or yeah. designed them. Or, there was some, I remember him telling us about yeah. it, but um, we probably need to try and get him on the show, actually. I mean, I love the fact that he could have been in the running for Smody and didn't care either way. Mm. The fact that he's out using his car and loving the fact that he's using it. Like, he didn't he lose. He just had a bull bar fitted up. Yeah, the bull bar's cool ass. That tells volumes, speaks volumes, that thing, fitting that to that Didn't car. lose a moment contemplating whether the result was accurate or not. You know, he didn't care either way. Yeah. You know, mm. he's he's shown his hand by, you know, a lack of bloody concern and, you know, Good example reaction. of just building the car he wanted to fucking drive. And now we're out driving the wheels off it. And he's admitted to us too. He just loves that he's using it, you know. Yeah. So, hell yeah, Peter Sharp, yeah. you're a bloody hero. He's using a word that you've brought back into the vocabulary a lot, Moses, and that's grace. I know, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to say the word. It just sounds too much like me Catholic, but he's schooling and all the rest. But it's just the one word that can kind of capsulate it all, you know. Good name for a record. And again, it's like minimalizing your (laughs) negative impact on other people. And once you get a handle on that, you can maybe positively influence a few people. So. And I think, too, just as we all get older, you just give less of a fuck. Yeah, that's right. What music you listen to, what cars you build, like, it's just... You just want to enjoy your life. It's yeah, funny. Yeah, I, I had um, I had to send a whole heap of pictures yesterday to the to this fella in Sydney for the Chev, and um, I said, "Look, mate, I'll go around and pick out all the stuff you know, stone chips and 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 any flaws that I can find, just so you know what's going on." And anyway, I, showed, I took a picture of the back window because it's got quite a few scratches on. It's obviously original, and there's the Never Late podcast sticker on the back of it. And he, he messaged me, "Oh, you must be a Holden." Holden fan. I said, well, what do you mean? He, <laughs> he says, oh, the, the Never Late and the 308 sticker on the back window. I said, oh, no, no, that's just, just, um, just our, yeah, we do a podcast and that's, that's our logo. I said, I, I really don't have any brand alliance. I said, I just like cars. And he just laughed. He goes, yeah, that's a good way to be. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Yeah, no, cool as. But, um, anyway, that's probably a podcast, isn't it? Hopefully we didn't take up too much of your time, Simo, up there. No, not at all. I appreciate you having me on. It's yeah. been a, an honour and a pleasure, so thank you very much. No, well, not a problem. And sure. Scotty tells us if it go, we can't go beyond two hours or we're, he's going to hit us for more money and have to buy <laughs> this bloody proper version of Zencaster or something, but, you know. Yeah. But, uh, nah. we're, we're under that. We're good. Might be come with some education so we can avoid mic issues in the next fucking couple of versions, but, you know. Oh, mate, oh, no, oh, I don't God. know what sort of mic you got, Simon, but I, I bought one... Um, a while ago, thinking, oh yeah, and I did a, you know, the the old Google review and saw them on YouTube, and I think I got two or three podcasts out of it. And now I just talk, and it just turns itself off. I I can't figure it out, so um, I just stick with the old yeah. Samsung plug-in headphones. You haven't got a you haven't got a recent well, re- you haven't got a recent Redmond anecdote you could share with us, mate. You're still getting on the phone regularly no. with them, any old mate. No. no, I actually haven't spoken to him for a while now. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I guess just busy with life and all the rest of it. But I think he still posts a bit on Facebook on the In Memory of Thongs yeah, page. Yeah, he's in there. Yeah, yeah, week, there. So, yeah, yeah no, it's, and that's kind yeah. of grown, I suppose, since the podcast kind of dis- dissipated too, that he sort of seems a little more active around socials and stuff because, yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. definitely had a lot of mad support around the buddy. Around the we have world. asked him to come on, but he's he said he was working on his own podcast or something. I yeah, he was at the time. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, yeah. No, no pressure. We could have got you. Well, he's not the only one. Yeah, well, if we had got you, pa- had got you pairing, I not the only one. Piss. What's going on? You doing another one? Wow. You got a secret to sh- I guess exclusive now secret? That might... 
Yeah. We can edit this out. We can edit it out or yeah. it's going to be an appropriate plug, one or the other. No, look, I didn't want to kind of plug it, but I always said once my hard top was finished, which now it has, I've got to actually fucking do something about it. Yeah. Um, uh, a new podcast show I will be doing yeah. called The Glass Half Smashed. So I hope to have that out uh, pretty much by the end of the month, first episode. Oh, of that. It's oh, just going to be yeah. a 10-episode series. Yeah. Um, Mainly that way if after 10 episodes I can't be fucked anymore, I can just say it was a 10-episode series. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so you um, to get content, that happening soon any, too. Any in- inside info on what we should expect? Well, look, it's pretty much you, you'll remember the Mutt Rocket series. It's yep. a similar thing like that. Like I, for my entire life, have been a car person. Like I'm not into anything else. Yep. I'm not into sport. I don't mind. I watch the footy a fair bit, but I'm not actually. I'm shit at sport. I'm shit at playing sport. I don't get into like. I'm not mountain biking. I don't do anything outside of my normal life besides cars. And over time, I've met a lot of people, you know, who they had. They're really passionate about cars, mm. but they had this massive passion for something else. Like it could be singing, or it could be, uh, you know, like beekeeping and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And it's pretty much a bit of a sliding doors podcast where I chat to people about their car loves and where, how they got to where they are and why, but then do a bit of a sliding doors and flip it up to then talk about their other passions. To Sounds see good, mate. Where, Sounds good. Yeah, no, absolutely. As I near 50, whether I should be uh, broadening my mind to include other things in my life besides just doing cars. <laughs> what am I missing out on? Yeah, no, so, that's, a good, that's a good view because, yeah, you might learn something on the way through it. So. That's it. And look, like yourselves, the years are marching on. The whole glass half smash thing. Look, I'm always a glass half full kind of person, but yeah. the problem is, is that the glass is getting shorter and shorter. That window of time. Yeah. So uh, there's not as much room in that glass to enjoy life like there was 20 or 30 years ago. It's so, interesting when you um, when you're now. just saying that it's going to be a 10 part series. It's um it's sort of funny to think of podcasts that way because a lot of the ones I listen to are just you know week to week or whatever hours is every month and yeah. there's not a series such. But I, I'm assuming you you would have seen that um the one uh, the cars that made Australia podcast mate. Did you yes. have? Very enjoy that. Yeah, oh, I've got to like yeah. episode nine and all nine or ten or whatever. And that's it. It's like hang on. Where's the rest? I want more. <laughs> but, uh, that was fantastic. I thought that was brilliant. Whereas some of my favourite ones, I'm struggling to catch up because you've got to scroll that far to get mm. back to something you haven't listened to, you yeah. know, and you're trying to it find it. And then it. it'll jump from the painful. episode you're listening to to the intro or yeah. something that you've already heard. I'm it can like, be a bit painful. They can be hard to navigate when you've got too many episodes in a list, I reckon. Oh, well, there you go. You heard it yeah. here first. Yeah. No, that'd That's be a Looking forward to hearing that, mate. That'd be great. More than welcome inclusion. I'm excited. You can have a... Oh, um, well, thank you. No worries. Some kind of social media around it or... Instagram Look, page or Facebook page? I'll we can... probably just more for a time management and slash laziness thing from my end. I'll probably just link it back to my normal Instagram, yep. the Simo Disturbia Instagram, yep. just to stop having to you yeah. know, double handle everything. Um, no, well, that's good. And, Looking yeah, forward so, to hearing that. Yeah, no, well, thank you. Hopefully it goes okay. And it's been quite a, a few, well, it's actually been a couple of years, I suppose, since doing editing and all the rest of it. Mm. So it's been long enough that I've forgotten how much time it takes. So <laughs> Scotty can we'll help you out, we go. But it is enjoyable. And I enjoy listening to your podcast, you know, every fortnight as well as 
you know, listening to other podcast shows, of course. So the interest is still there at my end and just feels like it's something I just need to tick off that list as well. Oh, that's good. No, that's do. great. No. Yeah. So, All right. So, yeah. We'll let you get back to your uh, regular programming for a Saturday afternoon and Yes. We'll, uh, Go to Joe's Diner. We stretch Joe's Diner, nice. Oh yeah. Yep. If we stretch yep. it out any longer into the, I'd be stepping outside like I was on Mount Bunnyong, and you'd be warning everyone about the wet patches. Right? So, <laughs> probably yeah. a really good, probably a really good time to be winding up. I reckon. Yeah. Uh, no, really no appreciate worries. you coming in, mate. I'm sure we will do it again at some stage. You might try and make it a yearly catch up at least, maybe. Yeah. Sounds great to me, and thank you again for having me. It's no, been no worries, yeah, definitely thank my you. pleasure and an honour to be on your show. So thank you very much. No, love having you, and I love having your support, mate. But if there's anything we can do to nudge this uh, this fresh entry when it kicks off, uh, just yeah, send us through some details and stuff, and we may as well promote another podcast. Hell yeah! Thank you, much appreciated. It'd be great. Thank, thank you, you, mate. Over. Thanks very much. See ya. Now, hang on a minute. Hang on what? Get your cans and shit back on. Okay. We're still rolling. Yeah. You're not I want to try something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this might be a, a like a mini new mini um <clears throat> new mini segment. What's going on here? Oh, I know what you're doing. Hey. Yeah. Hello, Frank. Yeah. Hello, Frankie. How are you? <laughs> just, Good. Just to let you know, we're on the podcast. We're not live, so I can edit it. Don't freak out. But say, say hi to, say hi to AO. Frankie, here you go, mate. Eighty, uh, uh, how are you? Oh, Good, good, good. You can hear that's, me. That's good. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, you cut out before, but I don't know what happened. No, yeah. that was me. Hey. And, and oh, you, you, was haven't, you haven't met Chris, so say hi to Chris. Yeah. Hi, Chris. How you going, Chris? Yeah. yeah, good. Thanks, Frank. I reckon you probably had a bit good. to do with my old man, Dennis Kelly, over the years. Oh, Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> I said, uh, just be careful. There you go, Chris. I certainly did. Yeah, and remember Dad and I had Bakery Hill Motors together too for about 18 months, two years. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew, knew uh, Dennis fairly well. Yeah, no, I remember a few stories, but also I worked under Wade at one stage. Wade was my supervisor at Ferndale Confectionery for a while too, so. Oh, okay, <laughs> you were out there too, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So, uh, uh, this this uh, might be a regular thing. We might call you every month or so. Maybe not. We'll see. See how this one goes. Yeah. A question yeah, for you. Enough. So Adrian sent uh, posted a thing on Facey the other day or sent it to me. It was a, was a Volkswagen... Turag and a Jeep Wrangler and a Jeep Wrangler tow ball to tow ball having a tug of war <laughs> and yeah. the VW killed, yeah. killed the Wrangler just just dragged it along and that jogged my memory really yeah yeah that jogged yeah, my memory go, go you tell me about you and <laughs> and, and the Jackaroos oh. <laughs> <laughs> the statute I, I checked the statute of limitations and Peter's no longer with us so I think you're safe to tell the story <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, we, yeah, they, uh, I don't know, the. I can't remember the full details, but they got a bit pissed up one night and, um, they, uh, oh, I know, it was mate who was bragging about how good his uh, four-wheel drive was and, you know, what it could do. And uh, 
course, being pretty competitive sort of a bloke, he uh, he said, "There's no way known it'll beat the Jackaroo." Anyway, they uh, they put a chain between the two <laughs> two cars out the front of the place that they were at, and uh, ripped the clutch clean out of the Jackaroo. <laughs> <laughs> but he uh, they took it to he took it back to work that next morning, and. And as, uh, if anyone remembers, he was a oh, he was a fuddy duddy. Anyway, uh, uh, he was a workshop manager, workshop foreman, or whatever. And uh, he had a look at it, and uh, he he pulled it. They pulled it out, the clutch, and it was absolutely all the colours of the rainbow. It was, it was <laughs> absolutely burnt to buggery. Uh, Peter Amos said to him. Uh, well, what happened? He said, oh, I, I was cutting a tree down. I just needed to pull a little bit of it, <laughs> bit of it over and uh, got caught on the gutter and uh, <laughs> I couldn't get it out. And he made up some stupid story. But, uh, yeah, dobbed him in. He said, no, that that's done more work than what uh, what you've been told, Peter. <laughs> do, you, do you remember what the other four-wheel drive was? Um. Probably a Land Cruiser or something, wasn't it? Patrol? No, look, oh, yeah, no. no, I don't. It could have been a Patrol, but I don't remember. But the bloke that uh, owned it at the time was he kept. Oh, he used to brag about how good it was for everything. Yeah. No one had ever beat it, and all this got sick of it. <laughs> so, and I think in the end, I think did win the tug of war. I think in the end, <laughs> go the Isuzu. Even though he burnt the clutch out, he uh, he he did uh, he did pull it more than you know over the line sort of thing that they drew. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jesus. but uh, oh, they they used to get up to some. Uh, I can't even remember the bloke's name. You probably know him, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's for you. He used to do some crazy things. Yeah, we'll, we'll be beeping names for just to protect people, maybe. But yeah. Thanks, and and I've got a few st- other stories that I've got stored up, so we'll hit you up again. There's got to be a test drive story or two, oh, hasn't there? Yeah. You know, Scotty, you can script this, mate. You can just bring it in when we need to. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. All right, no worries, boys. See you, Frankie. Bye. Nah, love it. Cheers, mate. See ya. See, See ya, boys. <laughs> Uh, we could 